This is a podcast from Rover. All right, welcome back into the show. Well, the country's low-input sheep were on show last week at Orari Gorge Station with farmers from all over the country tuning in to hear more about the low-input progeny test. Now, this is a three-year programme funded by Beef and Lamb New Zealand and MPI. It's pretty much winding up. All the results uh, were on show. Orari Gorge Station owner Robert Peacock joins us now. Robert, good to talk. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Excellent. How'd the field day go? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's, um, it's, a, it's a busy time of year for farmers. Um, there's always debate when is a good time to hold a field day, but yeah, we had quite a good turnout. Um, had about 65 people there, and I think there's another 25 people watching online as well. So what's the general science behind this then, Robert? It, it's a, focusing mainly on the genetics. So as you mentioned, uh, there was plenty of rams. 17 rams were used each year from a variety of breeds all around the country, Stud, um, stud rams, and then uh, progeny were, were DNA'd at tailing uh, and then measured for pretty much everything. So weaning weights, growth rates, DAG scores, uh, individual worm counts from every lamb twice each year for, to measure worm resistance. Um, the ewe lambs were put through the methane chamber. They also went to Invermay to go through feed efficiency trials. Um, they were individually fleece weighed and um, scored for any any shedding or bare breeches or bare bellies because um, it was all sorts of breeds, everything from pure breeds like Romneys and Coopworths through to crossbreeds, Finns, Texels, um, even Wiltshires. Um, but they all had to be maternal because we're measuring maternal traits as well. Right, so really what it's highlighting here is the potential of genetics, isn't it? It is, yes, and there was big differences between sire lines. You sort of, um, had about 30, 20 or 30 male progeny from each sire, so you could you could compare sire lines, and, yeah, there was big differences between sires. But it's, it's important to note there was no one sire that was good at everything. Right. So when you're measuring that number of traits, it's, it's very hard. To even just be average at everything is pretty hard. Um, so to be sort of at the top of everything is nigh on impossible. But um, but the sooner we, the more stud breeders can record these traits, then the further the whole industry can go forwards across all the traits. Yeah, and then refine it as it goes on once you've got yeah. more data. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So, I mean, but it must feel good, though, to finally sort of, you know, having wound up the trial. So I guess, you know, where, where, where to next? Well, I mean, it hasn't completely finished. The original funding has finished, but we've still got a, a crop of lambs born this year, so they still need measuring for everything through this coming summer and autumn. Mm-hmm. And then the ewe lambs born last year and the ewe lambs born this year, they will still be measured for their maternal traits for their first lambing. And um, and what this trial has done to me is it's just really enforced that belief that genetics can be the answer um, to a lot of these problems. They're, they're not the only answer, but they are a big part of the, the toolbox. Um, we've still got to be careful with with drenches, with grazing management and, and mixing stock species. Because, I mean, the, the main, there's a couple of main reasons for starting this trial. One is is just the, the obvious fact that drenches are failing. Um, we're getting up to sort of 60% 
of farms reported to have drench resistance to, to triple combination drenches in the North Island. Mm-hmm. Um, a bit lower in the South Island, but, it, but it's heading this way as well. Um, another reason is labour. Yeah, it's one thing trying to get shepherds that want to go mustering on the hill and doing all the fun stuff, but getting them to drench is hard enough and then spend a week dagging lambs is, um, is pretty hard work. Mm. Um, no one wants to do that. And the other thing is obviously the markets wanting less chemical used on farm. Um, obviously no residues, you still follow the label, but even just if it's followed the label and they just want less chemicals used. And then the, the other part of wanting to do it was was from the genetic side, was like worm fac, which is the, the method used to measure worm resistance in sheep, has been around for 30 years now. And five years ago, when we started um, there was only about 30 breeders recording for worm resistance um, and we needed sort of more of a push on that because uh, for the breeders that are already recording it and they they want to buy rams from other sires, other studs that are also recording it, they're really limited where they can go, mm. um, especially when those 30 breeders are then split into um, different breeds. Each breed might only have four or five um, stud breeders measuring similar traits. And so if you're going to use a sire from a stud that's not measuring it, it's a real gamble whether he's going to handle your conditions or not. Yeah. And and so we were wanting to push that message across to other stud breeders. And that's been one of the big successes of the trial is um, stud breeders measuring worm fec, um, dag scoring, things like that have, have pretty much tripled. Well, that's all very, very interesting stuff. And, uh, yeah, I'm sure a lot more work is uh, to go on in this space and will do uh, over the next few years. That is for sure. Uh, Robert Peacock, Arari Gorge Station owner, really do appreciate your time and uh, and your knowledge in terms of filling us in on this stuff. Thank you. Yeah, no, thank you. And uh, I think it's just great to try and get the message out there as much as we can. Well, some good news for open country dairy suppliers. They'll receive $9.37 a kilogram of milk solids for milk supply between June and September this year. That's two cents above last season's average price, a record payout by open country. And the country's second largest milk processor is also on the hunt for more farm suppliers in Waikato. And that's where we will be for the next few days at Field Days at Mystery Creek in Waikato. As always, thanks to NetSpeed, netspeed.net.nz. Mark and Leah next.